Welcome to Permission to be Human, the podcast. I'm your host, Mel Finlater, mother, coach, and curator of Permission to be Human, the company and community. If you're a mom, know a mom, or want to be a mom, and you crave getting out in the world to make a difference, then you're in the right place. This is a space for moms like you to connect with yourself, your purpose, and your big audacious dreams. Because when you feel your best, you can better you, your family, and the wider world. Let's do this. You know how there are those people whose purpose is so aligned with your own that they say something and pretty much everything they say is exciting to you? Well, Linda Grubich, who we're interviewing today, is one of those people for me. She and I talk through purpose and how she really dreams of building a community in the the world so similar to my ambition of creating this together world. And Linda describes herself, so she's a family and individual life coach that supports you to find your why to be who you want to be so you can get to where you need to get. She's the author of a children's book series called Blooming Petals, which is centered on the science of positive psychology. And her big audacious dream is to empower individuals in their pursuit of happiness as it intertwines with the collective pursuit, fostering a global tapestry of human flourishing that transcends generations. Basically, Linda works with the parents by working through the kids and her book series is incredible. So please do check it out. Have a listen to our conversation today and you'll get all the details for all of that at the end and in our notes. Hi, Linda. It is so, so nice to have you here with me today and to hear all about your big audacious dream and the incredible work that you are doing with parents out there as it is making an impact on the world. And that's what this is all about, right? So welcome. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. I really appreciate this opportunity. Yeah. And I love that we can share uh, your work, but also your story with with the world. Uh, Because moms, we need to hear that people are out there doing this, right? That they're at the next phase of the journey than we perhaps are, so that we can start to believe that we can do that too. Yes. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about you. Who's Linda? So who is Linda? Linda is a person who is now able to put herself out in the world the way that she was living her whole life. From the moment I became a parent, I felt that everything I did uh, and thought has led me to this point. During the pandemic, it afforded me the opportunity to you know, get myself involved in positive psychology and in well-being and flourishing and leading to coaching. And what resonated with me is that it connected so strongly to how I was living and the impact that I saw that it can do for individuals if we just take a moment to reflect on ourselves and to move forward. And so my desire now is to instill that in other individuals to know that 
they are empowered to have the balance in their life that they want to have stemming all from looking within yourself so that you can then nurture yourself and bring that out to others. Amazing. Yeah. So it sounds like you've had that journey of really looking inwards to figure out like who's Linda, right? And then, and and I'm sure this is an ongoing process, right? It's not something we could just stop. (laughs) No, absolutely. I, I am always growing and it is, it is a journey and it is a process where I'm so fortunate is that I feel that I have found my space where I can fulfill my purpose now. I, I know my direction. And so all of the stumbles that I have, all of the successes that I have, they're all still a part of my journey. And I'm able to, you know, put that together with sort of the science-based research that we learn in all of positive psychology and bring that together to bring it to others. And I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm still learning and growing and trying to make that societal impact. Amazing. And I think you bring up a really important topic there that we as humans will all naturally be doing, which is like trying to find our purpose, right? Trying to, that's how I say that intentionally that way, as I know, you know, we don't say it that way, but the way that most people think is I need to find my purpose. Where is it? Like it's out there somewhere in the world and we're all seeking it. Right. And I love that you're sharing that in order to to do that, it was about connecting inwards and I'll put different words on it than you said, but that by connecting inwards, you're, you're connecting with that purpose that's already in you. Right. As you said before, you've done it since you were a lot like born, right. That purpose is there. Yeah. And so that's a good reframe that it's not about finding the purpose, but it's about being curious and exposing your purpose. Mm. Uh, And I think naturally the way that we, the choices that we make, how we use our, our traits and what we choose to put our energy into, I think that all leads to us wanting and desiring for that purpose to come out. And I think once, once you connect with that, it, I think it, it brings a sense of, of whole being to you. And, and I mm-hmm. think it lights up that person because you can feel it. You can feel it. It's, it, it's, it's not something you will find. It is something that you will explore and through everything that you go through, it will lead you to where you need to be. If you just continue to, you know, do different interventions and strategies that keep you balanced and keep you focused on what truly is important to you. So what's truly important to you? Truly important to me is being myself so that I can show up in the best way possible for others. And extending to that is then it leads to a more empowered society. I think there's a lot that we, there's a lot that we have given up expecting other organizations or other parts of society to take care of for us. And for me, at the end of the day, it comes back to me 
and what I can do to make it better. And I think if that then ripples out into more and more people, then you have a society that is building stronger and kind of coming back to somewhat basics, foundations of what is truly important to an individual and how that then makes everything else better. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. I love the the peace. Like I just have this word peace coming into my mind right now that I can sense in you knowing that your your purpose or what's important to you is simply to make a difference and to empower people enough to be able to do that as well. And that ripple effect that, you know, you're talking about when we do that, when society as a whole. And yeah, and the fact that that would lead, as you say, the good things that happen, that's not really the word I want to use there, but the like positives that happen, but also where you stumble is all part of that process, right? When you can have a purpose that is simply to do your best to empower people and, and make the world a better place. Yes. And I think it's important to acknowledge that we all stumble. We all have positives. We all go through different phases in our lives, whether personally or professionally. And I think one thing that is helpful is to let go of perhaps what was. Sometimes when we go through a change and we're longing for how it used to be, it can add a hindrance to us to accepting all the beauty that is around us through this change. And I find with the passing of time, often, you know, people come back and they'll reminisce on it. And whether it was a stumble or a success, it will be a positive in the conversation as they reflect. And so I want to empower individuals to know that nothing is forever. And when something is, is coming across as difficult, there's a lot that we can do within ourselves to be resilient and to look at how can I rise above this? What do I do well? What can I you know, learn from this? If I have a weakness, how can I bring that in as a strength and move forward? So it's really just about embracing the ebbs and the flows of the different moments in our lives because the good never lasts and the bad never lasts. Yeah. Yeah. The good never lasts and the bad never lasts. Yeah. Nice. So tell us, you know, with all of that in mind, you, you we know your purpose. I'm almost curious. It might even be the same answer. It might be different, but what is your big audacious dream? My big audacious dream is for a focus on community. My whole drive of connecting with individuals to feel empowered and in control of themselves so that they can best relate to others is because I want a sense of community to return I think both through the last few years and with a lot of face-to-face -face disconnect, 
I want to bring that back. I want communities to connect to one another, to be resilient, and to sort of take accountability for their authenticity and also how they're showing up and what they're doing for their community. Things will only come together if we're all doing it together. And that doesn't mean having to agree. It just means learning how to communicate and learning how to listen. And so that that is my audacious goal is to have people connecting, connecting so that we are our best selves. We bring that to our children and they continue to pass that down to their generations, you know, as as they come. I love that. That's so beautiful. And I don't know if I've ever shared with you mine, but it's it's so similar, right? I call it a the dream that I want that won't be achieved achieved in my lifetime, right? Because it it's so big is to create a together world. And you just oh, I love that. It to you, mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. like you say, we don't have to agree on everything, but we're there supporting each other yeah. and we're listening, listening being a key part of it all. And yeah, I'm so excited to see how you do that and experiment with how to do that. And yes, yeah. So how are you doing? Like, like what does that look like right now? So right now there's a few things that I'm engaged in. There's a signature program that we're launching at the beginning of April, which is called Empowered Parenting, Nurturing Yourself so that you can nurture your child. And then also the coaching that I have been doing has been very, very fulfilling. It begins as individual coaching, but the end result is always coming together as a group. And I find that there is a lot of strength in meeting as a group. I think it makes things lighter, makes you feel less alone and just brings a bit of real realization that what you're going through is not just what you're going through. We all go through it. And so, you know, with the coaching and with the focus on the children and with the books that I've written, I really, really want to just continue to build those communities and have those those groups come together, whether they be in person with local individuals or online. Um, I'm just finding that that connection really resonates with people and there's a lot of comfort that individuals get from talking with other people. And then it makes my job easy because you have just made that connection. And then as you're introducing different, you know, strategies that can help individuals, it it just lets them feel that they are in control and that they can go and then share that with others. So the one quote that I have in all of my books that for me sums up my audacious goal It reads, every little human deserves to have a big human to nurture their journey through nature. Every big human deserves the same in return. Hmm. And for me, I think it balances the (laughs) nature versus nurture debate and reminds us that there's always a child inside of us. And that that is the premise of every, every angle that I come at in terms of bringing people together 
and helping them find the balance that they want. And that's, that's pretty much what the positive psychology coaching does. And it opens their eyes. And for many of them, they realize they're already doing a lot of these things, but without sometimes being aware or, or labeling it or having a real understanding of how it ties into other things, you can put it to the side as not being something very important or valuable that you're doing. So it's, it's really a whole perspective shift of the individual and bringing people together, working on relationships, which they say is the number one predictor for happiness. So that, that is a part of that dream is to build those relationships. Yeah. There's so much there. I love that your dream is so connected to that purpose that you just mentioned, right? That it's connecting people to each other and to themselves. And through, you know, one-to-one coaching, group coaching, and the various forms of that's going to take over the time of work that you do. Like I'm sure you'll mention later, you've got a retreat coming up. Like there's so many different ways we can do that. And it all ties into this desire of yours and this kind of knowing almost that that's the world that we're trying to create here. Yes. And the theme of the retreat is purpose Mm. and connection, both to self and to others. And I think it's important to know that purpose changes through life. Mm. At the core, you'll be driven towards something, but how you're going to achieve that purpose or how it will show itself to the world will also ebb and flow. Yeah. And so I, that's, that's why it's important to know you're not finding a purpose. Your purpose is within you. And then it's, you know, you, it will take you where you need to go. Yeah. And so with, with that retreat, the intention is to get connected to yourself and to know your purpose, because I think when you feel that you have that purpose and that you matter, which is what everybody wants to feel, it will just naturally then affect how you behave and the decisions that you make towards everything in life and towards all the people that you meet. So I find it very grounding and foundational to bringing a stronger society. Amazing. And I I think of it as like the why, if you can figure out that why, which is that purpose, right? Then the how is what changes all the time. It doesn't even matter what the how is right now. The how will come and then it will come again and it will come again and it will come again. Right. But it's, it's that why and that, enables us to feel like we matter and that will allow that the what and the the how to come out of it so I love love that idea absolutely I I love that you mentioned the why because I think that sets you up then for learning and growing because regardless of what comes your way if you stay rooted to your why you will stay genuine and authentic to yourself yeah and I think that that is a real driving force. There's a, there's a lot that begins with self and then just naturally affects everything and everyone around you. Yeah, exactly. And actually, I love that phrase because it makes me think it's so it's so easy to think I want to change the things or the people around me, right? But actually, like the only thing we can change is ourself. And that's what we need to do. 
Yeah. Right. That's not change ourselves so much, but uh, connect with ourselves enough to be able to like be aware of the thoughts that are going in our mind based on what's happening. Yes. Us. And yeah. to grow, to continuously grow. Yeah. So who you are is who you are, yeah. but we can always learn different strategies to be able to move forward and to continue to stay connected to our why. Yeah. For sure. And that, and therefore connected to ourself, right? Yeah. 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 That's great. I wonder if you can repeat that quote again, because I think it was really powerful and it'd be nice to like, let it land properly in people's minds. Yes. Every little human deserves to have a big human to nurture their journey through nature. Every big human deserves the same in return. Yeah. So it is ongoing. Your purpose is ongoing. It never ends. Yeah. And tell us about this book that you're that you're reading this from. Because so that's amazing is, that you have written a book, by the this way. This is the first of six. It's a children's series book called Blooming Petals. And it is based on positive psychology. And each petal, this first one is called Notice Name Navigate. And it's about positive emotions. And, and then the next ones, they all have a little mantra to help guide us. As a little reminder to take a moment and to pause. So this one is about emotional intelligence and learning to recognize and accept our emotions and how to best move through them. There is another one that is called Savor the Flavor, which is about savoring and gratitude. There's Breathe to Relieve. Breathwork is underrated. And I think that is a wonderful, wonderful strategy for people to have. There's Make Empathy Last which is about compassion and connecting with individuals. And one of them is called You Matter, I Matter. And for me, that really brings to heart the interconnectedness that we have and bringing it back to that idea of connection and face-to-face -face relationships. And then finally, there's I Am Smart, which is S-M-A-R-T, about working through goals and how to, how to do that. And so... I speak to the child and I speak to the adult and I think they are strategies that we all need throughout our lives. So I think it's, it's something that, you know, grows with you. Amazing. Uh, amazing. Seriously. All of that. So I'm like, Ooh, I want to read these books, right? They sound so good. And you know, our kids need to hear this stuff for sure. My kids, you know, I'm always looking for things like that to to help them in a kind of playful, age-appropriate way to understand who they are. The same work I'm doing, right? Understand who they are, be proud of who they are, and know that they matter, even if they're five, right? Yes. And I love that you're speaking to the the parent or the person who's reading this book as well, right? Because... On this podcast, we're often looking for tools and various things that we strategies that we can use to connect with ourselves and to connect with that dream and that purpose and that why. And everything you just said does that, right? Because it's such a bigger question, all of, many questions within that. So I love that you're speaking to the the parents 
who will naturally reflect on what they're reading to their child. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I definitely want it to be something organic. Mm. So it's not another activity sheet you need to sit down and do, or, you know, I, I just want it to become natural part of your being. Mm. And so as you know, if, if you, if you just hear that mantra, it will automatically remind you about what, what is its intention? And then it will allow you to also focus on yourself and then coming right back full circle is about, you know, showing yourself self-love, remembering these things, and then how they affect your child and as well how they affect everybody else around you. Exactly, right? Because we can directly try to teach our kids these things, but by teaching ourselves and then showing them that you do it, even if it's indirectly showing yeah. And we're a better version of ourselves, which helps our kids be a better version of them as well. Yeah. That's, that's spot on. That's beautiful. I think we are role models. Yeah. We won't know exactly to who, you know, everybody we interact with, they're going to remember something about you and it's how you model yourself and what they take from that. And I think that that to me is something that needs to be highlighted a bit more that we, particularly with our children, we have a very important um, role, not just with our intentional actions and words, but also in just how we carry ourselves every day and what they are seeing in us, particularly in those first five years, right? How we say Mm -hmm. it's, it's even just how you're reacting to something. If you have a difficult situation and you're feeling anxious about those around you will notice and you will be a role model for how you do engage with that feeling and how you resolve it. And so I think if that sometimes, if that can be highlighted and people understand the impact that they're having and are accountable for for and to themselves, as well as to others and to their children in particular, I think it helps ground us and be more intentional with everything that we do. Totally. And, you know, that's not to say don't feel anxious because we will. It's permission to be human, right? It's like, acknowledge that you feel anxious, work through it. Yes. And if your kid sees you work through that, right, then you're more likely to be the like, human that you want to be with your kids from there because you know like as someone whose child uh, who has a child who has quite a lot of anxiety in her life if I pretend I don't have it that just makes her feel worse right one she knows because she's very much an empath and can tell but Mm. also if if she didn't you know I'm saying to her like you need to hide this right and you're the only one that feels this way and that's not what we're trying to say right? No. Yeah. We're saying you're human and you're going to have all the feelings that come with that. Yes. Right? And then when we make a mistake because we were anxious or frustrated or tired or not regulated, then we say, Oh, I'm really sorry. Like I didn't take care of myself today. I'm going to go do that now. Yes. And I think that taps into empathy and the ability to notice in someone else, perhaps 
how they may be feeling or what they may be expressing without having to say it. Mm. Right. So that just all beautifully ties into how it's a real wholesome approach. It's something that, you know, when you want to feel supported by somebody, it encourages you to reflect, how would you want to be supported? And by doing that, then when you can listen and recognize it in somebody else, it will help you to stay regulated and to allow to be the person that they need at that moment. Absolutely. Okay, so what would you say your, we've done a million tips there, but I'm wondering what you would say your top tip is for moms listening who, you, you well, you've got two different moms listening, right? You've got the ones that are like, I've got this dream. I really just, I want to get out there and do it. And then you have the moms that are like, I really want to have a dream to get out there and do it. I know that I want to get out there and do it, but I just don't know what that is. So what would your tip be to our listeners to, to, to do that? Most fundamentally, it comes back to the why. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes we say, you know, we want to be this type of person or we want a change, but we don't know why. So we're grasping for things and we're hoping that this will be the change that we need. So I think firstly, connect to that why, take a moment to reflect. For some, it's journaling. There's so many apps out there if people do mindfulness meditation. Be curious with yourself. Try and land on, you know, why this is coming up for you and really connect with why you want this for yourself. Because sometimes, sometimes those, those thoughts come up because we think we need to change for other people or it will magically change a particular situation. So, so my recommendation would be is to come back to your own why for yourself. And I think once you connect with yourself, again, the rest will permeate into the others and you will find the change that you seek and you will find your purpose and you will have that empowered balance. Beautiful. And totally agree. (laughs) And it won't be easy. And it it won't won't be easy. easy. It'll be really hard. And it's actually a lifelong journey often. You think you're going in circles and (laughs) sometimes you get so many thoughts, then you don't know how to bring them together into one. So you know, and, and that's, and that's where this whole idea of, of whole being and flourishing and the different tools from positive psychology come into play because all of those, all of those wrapped up with a little bow is what will help you come with your why. So there's, you know, depending on the type of person you are, there's so many avenues one can take to find what suits you and what lands with you. But again, at the heart of it, I feel it's, it's the why, how are you connecting to yourself? And then I think that will naturally raise you up and it will make you ambitious and and motivate you to put yourself out in the world, to take the positives, to take the negatives and to move through them. What would you say your, you know, knowing that there's so many different strategies and ways that we could go about this, what's yours? What's your go-to when you need to connect in with yourself or with your purpose? My go-to is, there's two things. I'm very intuitive. So 
I work off of my feelings a lot and I will know if I'm barking up the wrong tree or, you know, sometimes I'm so inspired by somebody and I think, oh, this is great, but it's not who I am. So it's not what's working for me. So for me, it's, it's being intuitive, but then also what I do is I reflect, I, in the evenings I do do, I, I'm, I'm not a fantastic journaler. So I've learned that about myself. So I turn to reflection. Mm. Oftentimes for me, it's in the evening and I take a moment to connect with myself. If I'm feeling at peace, why? And if I'm not feeling at peace, why? Tomorrow's another day. I give myself permission to be human, right? So those, those are two things that I employ. I use my intuition to see if it's driving me forward or backward. And then I use that reflective exercise to really tune into, you know, how did I read this one wrong? How did I read this one right? And then I use those to drive me. I have a whole wall that I then put up, you know, certain quotes that I love or mantras or certain, you know, if I like a picture of something that motivates me. So it just kind of grows from that but mm. initially I always try and come back to myself so it's that it's yes it's you is using that intuition and then reflecting brilliant it's a lot of self-work <laughs> it is right and that's where my so my curiosity now lies in like think back to a time where it wasn't as easy to connect with your intuition mm. and I'm curious of how how you did? Well, I wasted a lot of time <laughs> in the moment. I didn't yeah. know I was wasting time. Yeah. Right. I, I was exploring, I was trying, I was learning. So there's been many of those where yeah. I'm like, this has, this has gone nowhere, you know, and then it's about, do you give up? Is it because this is not landing with my why it's not helping me get to my purpose. I need to feel very connected to what I'm doing. And you can often tell that because it will come out through my speech, um, mm -hmm. through my facial expressions, you know, there's, and, and, and that took a lot of growth and self-reflection to even learn that, to understand mm -hmm. how, I'm, how I'm coming across. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I wasted a lot of time coming to where I am today, but I've also saved myself a lot of time because what I've learned in the end is that I've essentially just come back to who I really am at the core, but now versus the focus being on my girls are older, they're late teens, early twenties. So through all of that time that I went through trying to find myself and seeing how can I now present myself professionally, where do I want to go with my life now as I become an empty nester, let's say. It's brought me back to finding myself. All of those times when I, you know, tried something and what I say, you know, was wasted time, in fact, was not. Nope. Because that is what really had me grow. Because... I was like, okay, this is not working. This is not me. Why am I not going anywhere with this? Why is nobody responding to this? You know, and that's and, the work, and the, right? That wasted time, quote unquote, is the work. It is. And you it can't is. just get to the end without the work. No, 
And, yeah. and I think that's why so importantly for me, I was like, gosh, at the end of the day, I've really just come back to who I always have felt that I am. And now I'm just putting myself out there in a way that's applicable to my time in life. Mm. So it's a real reminder to me that as short as life is, you have so much to still live at any age. And, and it's, and you have to keep going. You have to keep going. You, you know, you, you, you don't give up. You follow where your senses are taking you and be intentional. It doesn't just happen. So always be intentional with what you're pursuing and who you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. I love all of that. Mm. Thank you for coming. Let us know where can we find you if we're super intrigued by what you're saying. If we want to buy your amazing books, tell us, tell us where we can do all that. Yes. So you can reach me at um, bu for you, meaning the bu the letter for you the letter. Confusing, I know. Bu for you coaching at gmail.com. If anybody has any questions uh like i say connection for me is really important and being a people pleaser i'm oftentimes very much focusing on my boundaries so please reach out with any questions i would be happy to connect with individuals only the first book has been published at the moment the second and third stop, are stop. the oh. first book has been published there's no only about this all right <laughs> you have published a book woman <laughs> Good point. You see, this is about savor the flavor. This is yeah. the next book coming out. I need to savor that. And yes, give give myself appreciation. So the book that is currently published uh, can be found on Amazon on all outlets, which is probably the easiest. And if you want to just learn a little bit more about the background and what's driving these books, because they are very intentional and do have a message behind them, you can go to www.blooming-petals.com and you can also connect with me through that and yeah that's and that was the title of the book right blooming petals is that right the title of the book is yeah. notice name navigate ah, notice the, name navigate yes the series is called blooming petals Got it. Um, and this first one is on emotional intelligence notice name navigate brilliant Amazing. I will be purchasing the that and the future ones that you definitely will be publishing for my preschool. I think it would be absolutely amazing, actually. Mm. So it will fit in really well. So thank you so much for coming today, Linda. I really, really enjoyed our conversation and look forward to future ones on this topic as we definitely align in the work that we're trying to do and the mm. purpose that we are, are achieving in our lives. So thank you so much for coming today. This was wonderful. I'm like, can we just take this offline and keep talking? I'll go make it. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's, you know, and, and, and just this opportunity I'm so grateful for, because again, I've learned something from today. You know, I'm always learning from it. And this for me was a really growing experience. Brilliant. So never underestimate you know, anything that happens to you in a day. Yeah. 
And that's the power of saying yes to an invitation, which is actually like the perfect way to end because I assume I'm that you probably felt a little nervous saying yes and coming into this. And there are listeners that all of us, in fact, we're going to feel nervous about something that is stretching us. Yes. And say yes to the invitation. Yes. And I will say what also helps is having you on the other side, Mm. which comes back to that connection piece. When I do work with groups, it's so much more fulfilling for each participant, because if I had to, let's say, just talk to myself and put it out there, it comes with a different, a different feeling, but having you offering a safe space, interacting, you know, stretching my mind, asking questions. That's the power of connecting with people. So saying yes is the first step. And then it's just embracing and seeing where it goes. Amazing. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. That is it, folks. This has been Mel Finlater on Permission to be Human, the podcast. And I am so glad that you have joined us here today and hope that you have taken away some tidbits that will help you go away connect with your big audacious dream and make that massive impact in the world that you are dying to make. If you liked today's episode, please, please, please like it, share it. Think of one person, think of one person that you think would also like it and send it on over to them. Let's get this out there and more moms feeling like themselves, inspired, dreaming big and out there being them please do head on over to find me on Facebook with permission to be human or Instagram, or you can even pop me an email and say hello at permission to be human always at gmail.com. Say hello and let me know that you listened. What did you like about it? I would love to hear. If you didn't like it, eh, I don't really want to know. (laughs) Just kidding. You can share that if you want. I would love to know, however, who you are. Let's connect. Let's find out what you want more of. I want to hear from you and I want to make it what would be useful to you. As always, remember that you have permission to dream big, permission to feel big, and permission to be you. You have complete and full permission to be human. For real. You do.